Hello, lovely souls. It's Sonia chiming in with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. It is May 31st, 2020, and can you believe we are on episode 10? Oh, how exciting. Time flies when we're having fun. And doing these podcasts, coming to you every single Sunday over the last 10 weeks has been truly a blessing. It certainly is one of the highlights of my week, being able to share my perspective and have conversations because the conversations are happening outside of the podcast as well. You know, they might start here by you listening to the message and maybe being inspired, um, but they don't stay here. And that's what I really like is how the conversations are going offline and it turns into a human real connection. So thank you once again for joining me. Today's episode is going to be about follow up and follow through. It's very fitting as many people have started to go back to work. Not everybody, and I understand that. Everybody's different. Um, But you've made some changes over the last three months, two and a half, three months. And some things you like, some things you don't like, like perhaps you've overindulged um, with the food or you have completely restricted your finances or... Um, You have restricted your movement. You haven't been exercising the way you want. Obviously, your social life's been affected. So we've all had some changes. But today's episode, um, to do with follow up and follow through, I really want you to think about how many times have you said to yourself, you're going to start tomorrow? You're going to start Monday. You're going to start on the New Year's. Or you're going to start in September when the kids go back to school. Why are you putting things off? We're going to talk about that a little bit today as well. Um, It's it's human nature. You know, most diets start on a Monday, never on a Sunday, never on a Friday. But we always want to wait till Monday because we have that diet mentality when we're trying to make changes. Um, And that same theory applies to other changes we make as well. We want a start date and an end date. And we talked about this briefly at last week's podcast where anything that's meant, any kind of change that you want to be life lasting, you don't want there to be a start date and an end date. And you certainly want to implement small changes at a time. So how many times have you said, just start on Monday and you're just going to indulge over the weekend? Before we jump into it, I want to ask, are you happy? Are you happy with the way things are right now? Are you happy with the way that you look? Are you happy with the reflection in the mirror? Are your eyes beaming back at you? Is your smile big? Do you want to be your own best friend? Are you enjoying hanging out with yourself right now? Um, the feeling, you know, that feeling that you have from feeling really, really good. You know, when you're beaming and you're glowing and you're just, you don't care because you're so happy and you're confident. That's not from choosing a size. That's not because of a number on the scale. And it's certainly not reflective of the money in your bank account. So although these things can contribute to happiness, they don't define you. And that's something I really want you to think about. Um, Many of my clients that I've worked with over the past 10 years have talked about wanting to be a certain size. And that's the reason why they want to come to me. But once they reach that size, now they want to get their hair dyed or their teeth whitened or their tummy tucked or their, um, a boob job. 
because they're still not satisfied. And in, in many cases, we are searching for happiness externally, whether it's physically, whether it's um, through compliments from other people or appraisal at work, um, appreciation from society. And I guess that's why social media is so big, right? Is, you know, we're all looking for compliments and contribution and that's human nature. But what are you doing to yourself to make you feel good and happy from the inside out? What are you going to do today to make your life 1% happier? Just 1%. So are you going to plant something in the garden? Um, are you maybe going to go for a walk? Are you going to play with your pet? Are you going to give your spouse extra smooches? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm throwing them out there as some good ideas. I really want you to think about three things that you can do today to make yourself happier. I'm going to share with you three things I did today, and they might come as a surprise, but they actually made me quite happy. Um, I cleaned my house. Um, I've been cleaning my house every Sunday for a while. It's part of my routine. I look forward to it, believe it or not, because the sense of accomplishment that comes with cleaning also equals a fresh start. And each week for me, that is very rewarding. It is the way of kicking off the new week with freshness. I am eliminating all of the old energy and I am refreshing the house with new. Um, wiping everything away, opening the windows, mopping everything so it sparkles, um, vacuuming up the dirt and starting the new week off afresh. And that's exactly why I like to clean the house on a Sunday. Um, I had a relaxing breakfast this morning with our two youngest kids and, you know, there was some, a lot of smiling, a lot of laughters, a lot of giggles. There's four years apart between them and, um, they're, they're just great. And they're not always home together at the same time. We're a blended family, but that is one of the things today that made me really happy and indulging in a book. Um, right now I'm reading Untamed and I like it. I, I mean, I really like it. I like a lot of books. Um, y'all know as you're listening to me that I'm, I'm an athletic geek and as much as I love sports and keeping going physically, I love to read. Um, reading for me is growing and learning. It's a way of connecting with other people. Um, but I just take so much out of it. So I'm reading Untamed right now and it's fantastic. It's a different delivery on a book, but the author, she's amazing. So before we go, go too much further, I want to ask you, what is it today that you can do to add a little happiness to your day? Um, just think about it, write it down. And tomorrow when you wake up, try to, to add that one thing to your life. It doesn't matter if you're going to work for the first time in 10 weeks. Um, what can you do to make it that much better? Because this is your journey, right? This is, we get one time around this earth to enjoy, well, I guess we get one time to live, to enjoy the moments in our life. And it's up to us to create them. And that's what I wanted to take a minute to share about before we got into the podcast. Um, so keep that in your mind. Now, we are talking today specifically about follow-up and following through. In many cases, when it comes to following up and following through, we stop. We don't follow up because something is holding us back. And 
you need to stop and think about your why. How deep is your why? How deep do your roots go? You know, our answers are found in our action. So what are you able to do today to move yourself forward? And that does go back to the 1% happiness that we just talked about. Because if you're working towards your goals and you can make the journey enjoyable, you are going to stick with them. And I know you've heard me say this before. Last week, we talked about food and not eating food that you don't like um, and not doing movement that you don't like or you can't do. But the same thing here. What are you able to do today to help yourself move forward? Um, Are you going to journal? Are you going to take some alone time? Are you going to go for a run? Um, Are you going to eat healthier? You know, are you going to have 20 minutes to yourself? What is it that is possible that you can do today to move yourself a little bit forward and to help you stay focused on building awareness? So the more aware you can be as to your why your goal is important, you're going to remember that you want to stay on track. And when you want to stay on track, you're not going to give up as easily. Focus on the solution. So too many times we put a lot of our intentions on the problem and we think how far we have left to go. I'd like you to flip the script a little bit and think about how far you've come. You've made the decision to try something different. You're looking for your story to be different this time, right? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast just to listen to this podcast. You're looking, you're listening for a reason. You aren't working with a coach. Sorry, you are working with a coach because you want a change in your life, whether it's a therapist, a coach, if you're on a diet because you're trying to lose weight or you're focused on your, your, your nutrition and your movement, or you're focusing on your budget, whatever it is, you are looking for some sort of change in your life. And with some sort of change, you're going to want to stay focused on the processes that you make throughout the day. And by that, I mean stop being anxious about the future and thinking how much further you have to go to get there and how long the process will take. Do what you can. Add the happiness to your day. Light the candle if you're sitting at your desk for eight hours because you like the smell. Blow it out every once in a while. Put a diffuser on in the background. The more senses you can incorporate, whether it's sound, whether it's sight, Um, those are two good ones that I use regularly. You know, I like to look outside and stare at the trees moving a little bit in the wind or just, just take a break and walk around. But I almost always have a candle burning because it just relaxes me as I'm focusing on work. I have a can, I have a candle burning right by my desk, right by my laptop. I also have a diffuser plane. And in the other months, like the cooler months, I have the fireplace going in my home office, Um, for the ambiance and it just brings a real healthy sensation for me and it helps me focus and get the job done and it definitely helps my day-to-day to to be enjoyable. So think about how far you have come. You've made the decision to make a change. You've made the decision to make an improvement in your life. Now, how are you going to put one foot in front of the other? I'm not asking you to take a big leap. I'm not asking you to take a big jump. That's not going to keep you grounded and focused. We only have so much energy and attention 
every single day. So when we focus on the problem, we cannot give that same energy and attention to the solution. Think about that for a second. We only have so much energy and attention. So when we focus on the problem, we can't give that same energy and attention to the solution. Your reaction, your actions in life are from the thoughts in your head. So if you can think of the solution, you're not going to be always tripping over the problem. So when the moment you're in, what can you do tonight, tomorrow, this week to help you stay on track to your goals? Do you need to reach out to a coach? Do you need to use creative collections, which is my, my habit trackers or my different trackers to keep yourself accountable so you can watch your process? Because that's exactly what you need to be doing is celebrating your process, how far you have come. You know, if you're looking at paying off $50,000 worth of debt, that could be very overwhelming if you only have $50 a month to put towards it right now because of COVID or because of your lifestyle or because of just where you're at, but you can get there. You just have to look at how far you've come, where you want to go and why you want to get there. So what are you willing and able to do today? Not tomorrow, not next week and not next month. What are you willing and able to do today to help bring you one step closer to your goals? Follow through on that. Make this an easy, tangible step. So maybe if you are looking at paying off your debt, you want to look through your credit card statement and see if there's one or two things you can eliminate that's a monthly charge. That's a nice 1% difference. Very easy. You can make a phone call to see if you can get your interest limits decreased. Um, Or maybe you can have them freeze the account where you're only paying it off, but you're not able to use the card. Those are some simple solutions that are going to put you in the right step in the right direction and keep you moving forward without having a big impact. Perhaps if you're looking for motivation and inspiration, you can follow some people that you admire on social media and learn what they're doing and how they're adding this to their life. And are they living their best lives or are they just one dimensional? Maybe find somebody in your hometown that you admire. But if you are struggling with follow up and follow through, ask yourself, what story are you telling yourself? You can change your story at any time. You know, perhaps your story is you have, you've, you've been identified with ADD, ADHD, or OCD. Um, You've maybe heard that you've got attention deficit disorder and you just can't focus. You've been told that your whole life. So now that is the story that you tell yourself. So You know you want to lose weight, but you know know you're going to give up because you don't have the attention to focus on it. Well, what other limiting beliefs are you using to help you stick to your current story? That might be true. Maybe you do have ADD and maybe you do have a hard time focusing. But ask yourself, what else is true? And why do you want to change the story? And yes, that may have been a part of your story, But it doesn't have to stay that way. You can make small changes to make a big difference. You can sharpen your focus. There is lots of work and activity that we can do to help you get back on the right track. 
So just because your story was that way, it doesn't mean it has to stay that way. You can flip the script. I changed my story. I've changed my story many times. Um, and that's exactly what I intend to do. I have lots of goals and lots of dreams. I'm just beginning um, with these podcasts with episode 10. You know, with the adventures I've had this week, on Wednesday I did a um, radio interview. I was nervous. I was wondering what was going to happen. Wednesday afternoon, I did a presentation for 80 people for a local college, and it was an international presentation. Um, the story I could have told myself was, wow, you know, they could have found anybody else. But that's not the story I chose to believe. Um, I am just starting on my podcast and sharing my stories with the world. So are you focused on the problem or are you focused on the solution? Because you can flip the script. You can ask yourself what else is true. Okay, so maybe if you have ADD or maybe like I was on Wednesday, you're nervous before something happens. Well, anxiety is a way of worrying about the future. Depression is because you're focused on the past and you're worried about, and you're um you're caught up in the past. But anxiety has to do with the future and the unknown, which a lot of people get tangled up in. And that's what happens when you think too far ahead. And that's what gets you leading into worrying about the problem and that it's too far to go and that it's too overwhelming. When I work with my clients, we break it down to um, a 5% goal if it's a weight loss goal. If we're just focusing on nutrition and we're focusing on the weight loss, we break it down to a 5% goal to start and then a 10% goal. Small, achievable pieces. And that's the same thing with you. If you're trying to pay off debt, if you're trying to lose extra weight, if you're trying to track your macros, if you're trying to find a balance in your life, we're trying each day to change our story. Our story became our story over years. Our limiting beliefs are something that we believed in based on our previous experience. We can change that. We can challenge that. And when we do challenge that, that does help reshape our story. By reshaping our story, we're able to focus on the solution. Many of us have been affected by COVID. Some of us have made some big changes I closed down my studio. I could have a poor, poor, pitiful me. Oh no, what am I going to do? And I could go and work for somebody else. Or I could pause, catch my breath, and ask myself what else is true. Okay, I do have my personal training certificate, but I'm also a certified life coach. I'm also a certified healthy eating and weight loss coach. I love to motivate and inspire people. There is no greater feeling than helping somebody smile from the inside. Although that may start with tears. As soon as the tears come through, there's opportunity for smiles there. This lights me up. This is also true, as true as it was when I was physically training with my clients. So there's no right or wrong in these two different stories, but where else can I lean my attention is exactly where I put my my, my attention is into the solution of helping people reshape their lives from their mindset. So everything from mindset to movement, completely different perspective, a shift in thoughts. I found a solution by flipping the script. Yes, it's true that I closed the studio. Yes, it's true that I had to take a break and pause. 
I had to think about what else I had to offer and what else I can do. And you know what? This is even better and bigger what I'm doing right now. And what I mean by better and bigger is I'm able to touch and help more people with their lives at the root of the problem. We're not just putting a bandaid on the solution. We're not working out just to increase movement and energy. We're actually shifting the energy in our body. So we're not repeating the same habits. So we're expanding way beyond those limiting beliefs. So we're able to provide hope and opportunity and help people focus and finish, get to their goals like they've never done before. And you know why I'm successful at this is because of the learning and the growing, but more importantly, the belief I have in myself and the fact that I have found a solution. I didn't dwell on the problem. I absorbed it. I thought about it, but it didn't take me long to pick back up and to find new direction in my sales. And that's exactly what you can do too. So how can I help you focus through your solution today and help you find the right solution for you? How can I make it a little bit easier for you today? And, and you can ask yourself these questions. You, I, I, when I say, how can I? Yes, of course, me, Sonia. How can I help you? But how can you help yourself? What else can you do today to flip the script, to make it a little bit easier, and to help you identify the small things that get in your way? And you're, if at all, stuck at any time, reach out to me. Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A at freshapproachfitness.ca or go to asksonia.ca and do the wellness quiz. But let's identify the smallest things that get in your way and look for opportunities every day to be someone who can follow up and follow through. So there's some great ideas. You know, in our day-to-day right now, we can check the mail come back, grab our bills, put them in a pile and not open them until two weeks later. That's avoidance by the way. But when there's not a lot of money coming in, that's what a lot of people tend to do. They don't take a look at the bills and put them on their calendar or pay them, right? They just go in a pile. How about meals? Do you plan your meals? Do you do any menu planning? Do you do any meal prep? Your laundry, do you do you wash? Do you do the drying? And then do you just pile it all up? Or do you wash a load, dry a load, fold a load, put your load away so that task is complete? How are you participating in your own solution? And yes, when I talked about mail, when I talked about meals, when I talked about laundry, there are solutions for all of those cases that are going to help you feel more successful, that are going to help you be more focused, that are going to help you follow up and follow through with your goals. And You're probably wondering how those three things would actually make a big difference, but it's huge because success doesn't just come from one area of your life. You might think it is starting with one area and it very well might start with one area of your life, but there's a huge ripple effect and that ripple effect is going to benefit every single part of your life, which is going to make everything easier and put you two steps ahead of the game. So here's another question. What does follow up and follow through mean to you? Grab a pen and paper or think about this for a second and type yourself an email, but describe it so you know what you want to achieve because it's going to be different for everybody. If you're an entrepreneur, 
and you have clients and you've done a really good job of collecting a lot of names and making a lot of connections and building a lot of rapport and you put all of the details into your database or you have a stack of business cards, what are you doing with them? Do you have them in a database? Do you have a plan to do something with them? Are you going to call them? Are you making arrangements to have conversations with these people? Or is your intention to just collect, 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 collect? It's the same thing with books. Are you somebody that just purchases a lot of books but doesn't read them? Or if you read the book, do you implement any of the solutions that you read in the book? Ask yourself again, what does follow up and follow through mean to you? Describe it so you know what you want to achieve. Think how you can add consistency to your goals. So what can you do daily to be sure that you follow up and follow through? Are you going to weigh yourself daily? You might. There is benefit, there's pros and cons to weighing yourself daily, my friends. And we can talk about that at a different, at a different time. But are you going to have a checklist of a certain amount of people that you've reached out to daily? Do your days look the same? What can you do to make your days easier? Or are you experiencing a lot of peaks and valleys with a lot of areas of your life, such as finances, such as friendships, such as fitness and health? Um, does your Wednesday look the same as your weekend? And that's a good thing to think about because when it comes to health and wellness, a lot of, in my experience, a lot of people see the week, the Monday to Friday is a little bit more structure than the weekend, but does it have to be? And do you want it to be? Because the more consistency you have in your life, the more it's going to be easier to follow up with your plan. You're not starting all over again. You're just picking up where you left off the day before. You can still have a healthy breakfast on a Saturday or a Sunday. It might be a little bit later and it might be more of a brunch and maybe you've allowed yourself the time to sleep in, but you can still do your morning routine on a weekend. If that's what's keeping you focused during the week, why wouldn't you do it on the weekend? So do you have peaks and valleys in your week? Do you have peaks and valleys in your month? And do you have peaks and valleys in your year? Because in order to stay on track and to follow up with your intentions, you want to make your life as consistent as possible. So one of the ways of doing that is think about where finances, fitness, food, maybe even journaling, affirmations, and relationships fit on the peak and valley scale. And you can try within a week, and then you can try within a month, and then you can try within a year. And see, what I'm saying by try, I mean, you can just identify, you know, are you suddenly in a lot of connection space with your friends and family, even if it's over the phone or Zoom, or do you contact with them every single day or every single week? What does your patterns look like in those areas? Um, food, fitness, finances, journaling, affirmations, and you can pick other areas, any area that you want to improve. I really want you to look at the peaks and valleys because then we're going to have some idea as to where to start. You don't want the highs and lows, right? We, we can have a small little wave, but we don't want the extreme highs and lows. You want a life that you don't want to escape from. You want a life 
that you are so much loving that you forget that it's long weekends. <laughs> or you want a life where you don't have to worry if it's paid when it when's payday because you've got everything taken care of. But it starts by identifying where you're at. And a good way of doing that is identifying your peaks and valleys per subject. And again, we can circle back. We can talk about this um, individually. You're more than welcome to to let me know what um, what questions you have. But when it comes to the peaks and valleys, sometimes you're going to have a rough day. And that could be the cause of peaks and valleys. Sometimes we're not prepared. But I want to challenge you and to give yourself permission to release the expectation of perfection versus progress. You're aiming for progress. You're aiming for a 1% difference every single day. So let's, let's talk about this in terms of weight loss. There's 52 weeks in a year. And if we take that 1% difference, <laughs> sorry, you can hear my dog barking. If you take that 1% difference and apply it every single day, you're going to lose a pound a week. Right? If you make one small change a day or you keep consistent and keep focused and you follow up with your plan, you're going to lose at least one pound a week over 52 weeks. That's 52 pounds from where you're at now to a year from now. How much of a difference is that going to make on your life? For some people, that difference is maybe you're not dependent on your diabetic medicine anymore. Maybe your vitality has gone up so much that you can chase your grandkids or you can keep up with your own kids. Maybe it means that you can clean the house without aches and pains. Maybe it just means that you're living a healthier life and you're happier. And you're not happier because the number on the scale has gone down. You're happier because your quality of life has improved. Right? It just makes going through the day-to-day that much easier. If you have 52 pounds to lose and you manage to do it over a year, you bet you're going to keep it off. right? Because you've learned that it's not an overnight success and you've learned little habits over the time. Of, over the time. So if you have awareness that there's a problem, you have the solution. If you have a goal which means you have something that you want to change or work towards, you have the solution. You might have to slow down. You might have to be creative. You might have to get into nature. You might have to try something different. You might have to distance yourself from your current environment. Car ride, right? Maybe work in a different space. Go outside and work if you're working from your home. Try something different. You might have to hear it. And what I mean by hear it is you might just have to stop and listen to some of the things that you're saying in your self-talk. Are you talking to yourself the way you'd be talking to a friend? That's what I mean by hear it. Stop trying to figure out the why and just do something because action will always turn into inspiration. Even if you start drinking more water on a daily basis, that's going to have a good impact. And that's your 1% difference for the day. You're going to want to track your activity and mirror your results on that activity. So 
I've worked with a lot of people and one of the things we've talked about um, over the course of coaching is journaling. If they're not familiar with journaling and I've had somebody start journaling for the first time, their mood instantly changes. And of course it will change because you're making space. It's like cleaning your house. You're making space in your mind for what's to come by releasing what's in there already. In some cases, you're forgiving other people, which means you're forgiving yourself. And in some cases, you're just giving yourself the opportunity to have a clean slate for the day. So ask yourself when it comes to to tracking, what mood and what results are you looking for? How do I want to feel today? What can I do today? What little things can I do to take action? Those are some great questions. Now, what happens when you quit? You have to start all over. (laughs) Sucks, right? Um, How many people listening to this have had a new job in their lifetime? How many people listening to this have had a new relationship in their lifetime? Right? So, how many people listening to this have started a diet or a fitness plan? Um or some sort of self-help activity in their lifetime and didn't finish or didn't get the desired results. It's really, really, really hard when you have to start all over. It's easier to take a step back and to slow down. And I would encourage you to take smaller steps if it's getting overwhelming. And in some cases, it's just building one habit at a time. And it's different for everybody. But what happens when you quit is that you have to start all over. So grab that pen and paper again and ask yourself some of these questions. What happens when I quit? Have I done this before? How did it work out before? When I did quit, did I get the desired results? And now ask yourself what else is true. Okay. Yes, I quit because I was overwhelmed or I quit my job because I had a better opportunity. Was it a better opportunity though? Is the, what's the saying? The grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence, right? The grass is greener where you water it. So if you focus on watering the grass, that means you are focused on finding a solution because you want that grass to grow. Put that same process into play here. Ask yourself before quitting, what else is true? What am I not considering before quitting this time around? And that's a great, great, great question to ask yourself. Are you forgetting to consider how far you've come? And we're not taking away with the fact that this challenge might be hard or that this is something new or you're going into uncharted uncharted territory, but How badly do you want it? And we talked about this at the very beginning. How deep are your roots? Because when the days get really bad and it feels like there's a hurricane or a great big huge storm and you're swaying back and forth, are your roots deep enough that you're not going to budge? Or are you you just going to budge a little bit and and, but you're not going to break? Right? So think about that. Really, really let that sit with you. Because you might not want to go to the gym and you might not want to work out, but I bet, unless you're injured, 
that you will never regret working out, right? So getting started is the hard part. And maybe you don't care in the moment, but when you start exploring your full version of the truth, of your full story, and how it affects your life, your health, your happiness, and your goals, it's going to change the script. So ask yourself one more time, and this is a great way of following up with yourself, is it really worth it to give up? Because one day you're going to have to start all over again. You know, being overweight causes so many other health problems and it can be solved just by making a few choices and honing things in a little bit more and making, you know, if you lose five to 10% of your body weight, for some people that's enough or they're no longer pre-diabetic. You know, if you're not pre-diabetic, so many other health risks are minimized And depending on where you live and where you're listening from, there are medical costs associated with healthcare costs or with, with different healthcare problems. Um, so I'm here to help you make better decisions because when we have less choices and we have less options, we make better decisions. So how can you make it easier on yourself to stay on track and focus on your goals? Um, I have some ideas. Of course, I have some ideas. Um, Declutter. Believe it or not, decluttering your space, decluttering your home, decluttering your environment brings clarity. Meal plan. Pack your lunch. Prepare your lunch each day. Make it easy on yourself because the fewer decisions you have to make, the fewer choices you have to make, the easier you're going to stay on track schedule your exercise time, put it in your calendar, schedule your budgeting time, especially if you're an entrepreneur. I can't say that enough. You know, a lot of people that get a paycheck, um, once a month, every two weeks, or even every week, they know what's coming in. They know the exact amount that's coming in and they have no problem budgeting if they're, if they budget. Um, but entrepreneurs, you don't necessarily know when the money's coming in, right? So budgeting keeping on track of what's coming in, what's going out. I have it in my calendar twice. I have a money Monday and a financial Friday. Every week, um, I look at numbers and whether I am doing invoicing, whether I am looking at my own personal, they fall into those two days. So scheduling time to look at your finances is huge. Go through your fridge, go through your closet, go through your finances Find the best use of your money. Figure out your favorite and best tasting food that aligns with your goals and your best fitting clothing. And yes, all of these things together, all three of these areas are going to help you stay on track and stay focused because you are going to be dressing with confidence if you're wearing clothes that make you feel good. If you're full of confidence, you're going to make the right decisions because you're confident in those choices. Same thing with your money. Same thing with your bank account. Same thing with your conversations with your friends. We are some of the five people that we hang out with the most. So that could be online Zooms with the same people every day. That could be your spouse. That could be your family. How do they align with these things? How do they align when it comes to the best version of you? the best tasting food, 
that aligns with your goals? Do they complement or do they contradict? Do you have somebody in your top five that spends a lot of money or do you have somebody in your top five that you look up to financially because they seem to have it all together on that side, right? Nobody's perfect and we all have goals, but we all have things that we want to change in our life and we all have different, I want to say aspirations and inspirations. So my ask for you today is, how are you going to focus on following up and following through this week? Get back to me and let me know. Once again, Sonia at freshapproachfitness.ca. I really want you to hear what you've implemented in your life. Have you decluttered anything? Are you curious about meal planning and menu planning? What decisions are you going to make to help bring you one step forward? to staying on track and not giving up because there's nothing worse than having to start all over, right? Nobody wants to be starting all over. We just want to live our best lives. We want a life that we don't want to escape from. We want to be the ones that people want to talk to and people want to look up to and people want to aspire to be like us. Um, And I'm not saying they want to mimic your life, but they definitely want to look up to you or hang out with you or just talk to you, right? Wouldn't you want to be the person who says hi versus the one that doesn't say hi back? I'm going to leave you with one final note as you think about how you're going to follow up and follow through for the week. And I would like like you to think about this. I am the energy I want to attract. I am the energy I want to attract. That's it, guys and gals. It's Sonia. I am heading out for another week. So I look forward to hearing from you all throughout the week. And be sure to catch episode number 11 next Sunday when we'll be in June. And have yourself a fantastic week. Let me know how I can help.